was old. One of his retainers kicked Catherine in the back of the knee when she didn't offer the laird deference by lowering herself. She stumbled and ended up on her knees, to the delight of the Gordons. Colum only regarded her from his throne-like chair, set on a raised platform. It was covered in a bearskin, and he wore a necklace of the creature's claws. He snorted when he noticed where her attention was. Gordons, he began in a crusty voice, prove their worth. Catherine climbed to her feet. It gained her a grumble from the men behind her and a grunt from the laird of the Gordons. The old man pointed at the man behind her. Tyree there wants to hang ye. He doesn't take being bested well, Catherine replied. For certain many would have advised her to grovel, but she'd chosen her path when she left Macpherson Castle in a kilt. Ye didna best me. Tyree sent her sprawling onto the floor again. This time she went with the motion, rolling and coming up on her feet. The rope was looped around her chest several times, keeping her arms bound tight to her body. I am not helpless. Catherine repeated that several times, using it as a shield to defend herself against the fear swelling up inside her. I was not on your land, Catherine said smoothly. But ye are in a kilt, Colum declared, and someone has taught ye how to use that dagger like a man. He stopped and made a low sound in the back of his throat. His men were contemplating her, their foreheads furrowing as they took in her male attire. Unnatural. English. So, Colum said, at last I have an answer to why the Macphersons seem to always best me men. His eyes suddenly glowed with vicious intent. For why my son is rotting in his grief, and no here to lead this clan. His men looked at him while Catherine felt her breath catch. She recalled that tone of voice. It stirred the memory of the way the Earl of Morton had sounded so many years before, when he'd ordered her to be wed at barely fourteen years of age. The Macphersons have an English witch. I am not a witch, Catherine insisted. Her rising alarm brought out her English accent and earned her more than one curse. Colum listened to the rumble of discontentment from his people for a long moment, the gleam in his eye becoming one of enjoyment that sickened her with just how brightly it glowed. Hatred truly was an ugly thing. I do not care if ye are a witch or no, he muttered with a wave of his hand. His men didn't like what he said, but Catherine wasn't relieved because the laird's lips rose into a twisted grin even more horrific than the enjoyment sparkling in his eyes. It chilled her blood. I wondered why I've lived this long. The hall went quiet as the laird continued to speak. Beak Macpherson laid me son lay rob in his grief. I do not care why, only that feet has delivered a woman to me that Beak and Marcus call sister. Colum fingered one of the bear claws. They took me family.
and I will take a member of theirs. Blood for blood. You are insane. She didn't mean to speak, but the horrified words slipped past her lips. There was no going back, so she stiffened her spine and took a brazen approach. You would leave your clan with a feud started for the sake of vengeance. Colum scowled at her. No English bitch is going to lecture me. Someone should, Catherine insisted, raising her voice so it carried through the hall. For it will be the women of your clan who are left to mourn their husbands and sons when the Macphersons extract vengeance for you spilling my blood. Well, no. Colum leaned forward and pointed one gnarled finger at her. The good Earl of Morton will be ordering them to stop the Macphersons.